Hello and welcome to Media Monsters. I am Nick as always, and I am joined by my lovely uncles, Alex and Jimmy, and today we are uh, talking about something different. We're talking about uh, theme park rides and uh, what what we think deserves a ride and what rides maybe deserve a movie. But before we get into that, as, as always, let us uh, begin with what are we watching? Guys, uh, Alex, how about you go first? Uh, this week, I ended up watching um, The Atom Project. It was good. I, en- I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I wouldn't. So uh, that's what I recommend people watch uh, this week. That and a lot of um, watching a lot of YouTube again. I watched so. The Atom Project as well. It was really good. Um, yeah, I, w- I didn't have uh, very high expectations. And, you know, the problem I have right now with streaming movies and is, uh, and you know, sometimes I don't know when we see a trailer is this for a tv show is it for a series or is it for a movie i thought the adam project was a series just like nightmare alley i thought was a series when i saw the trailer i you can't really tell the difference in trailers but adam project was actually uh yeah a lot better than expected yes yeah i, I definitely i thought it was i thought it was a good watch nick did you watch it have you seen it uh no i i haven't really had the time i was working on projects and then i went on vacation so yeah, it's it's a real good Ryan Reynolds without putting on the Deadpool costume. Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't put on the Deadpool costume. Yeah, uh, my wife had a really really good theory on that on that movie. Um, a really a really good fan theory, and she share was, it, man. Say it. <laughs> she she thought she was gonna watch a movie about Deadpool. She she because when you go on and, and the little thumbnail. Uh, or you know, title card that's on Netflix shows Mark Ruffalo, and it, it's no, Rufio. it's no, it's Rufio. no secret, <laughs> Ruffio, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and so it's no secret that the movie's about time travel and his father dies and this and that, um, and he goes back and meets his his past self as a twelve year old. So, on the show card or uh, the thumbnail that you pull up on Netflix, it shows Mark Ruffalo and 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 uh, Ryan Reynolds in front of what looks like a super collider and you realize it's a time machine. So she believed what was ha- it was like a multiverse thing where Deadpool went back in time to meet his 12-year-old self. <laughs> but, but Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner is Deadpool's father and the way that Deadpool gets cancer is they blow up the time <laughs> the time machine and Deadpool gets cancer from that and Mark Ruffalo turns into the Hulk because of that and i was like that is the most insane theory that that would absolutely work oh my god i was like Uh, with you too much (laughs) that is that is way that is really good (laughs) so (laughs) it was it was it was ludicrous it was so ludicrous that it it just is so possible maybe props, props to megan for that one yeah, if so, I, I would have had a rather short watch list if it wasn't for uh, the plane ride I was on yesterday, which was a few hours, which gave me time to watch four movies in a row. <laughs> Fantastic four uh, movies. So, so I'll, I'll preface by saying that I watched one thing on the plane ride, two, and then while I was there I watched a movie, and those were... This Jim Carrey documentary I watched on the way there, I guess it's like French and they dubbed it over in English, but it was an Air France flight, that's why they had it. Um, that was Wait, that was interesting. Huh? Was it a Jim Carrey in a, uh, documentary where they dubbed him into French and then dubbed him back into No, English? no, no. He's <laughs> Funny thing is, he's not even in it. Like, it's just kind of about him. It's not really a documentary. It's more just like a, a special, I guess. Um, anyway. While this I was... documentary. <laughs> While I was there, I watched uh, Pawn Sacrifice, the Tobey Maguire chess movie. It was kind of boring, but, you know, it, uh, you know, Tobey Maguire himself was good, but you can only make a chess movie so exciting. Um, it ain't but Queen's Gambit. The, the four movies I ended up watching on the plane ride back were um, The General, the, the Buster Keaton movie, um, Rear Window, The Green Knight, and Caddyshack. Which version of Rear Window? Uh, which version? The Hitchcock one. Okay. The is, good one. Is there another version? I thought there was another version. Oh, uh, I've, I've never heard of one. Um, anyway. Which version of Caddyshack? 
Which version of Caddyshack? The uh, the 1981. Um, I was kind of oh. disappointed by Caddyshack. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. What? I I'm out. I'm I, out I, I didn't I didn't think that movie was Shut that funny. Yeah. Caddyshack is the funniest movie ever made. It's a product of the time too. You know, it, a lot of that stuff is, you know, was politically incorrect then. Uh, and is definitely a lot more politically incorrect, like way outside the spectrum of politically know, like, correct. That's now. not that's not my problem with it. My problem with it was I just I didn't find it that funny. Like I felt like I had seen the same jokes in other movies after it. Well, because everybody it, it, those what? jokes have been around for forty years. Well, now. someone should have told me to watch Caddyshack first. <laughs> I like the gopher, Jim. <laughs> <sighs> But it's got Ted Knight. Ted Knight is so good in that. Which one's then, Ted Knight? Ted, oh my, he's Judge Smales. Oh, he's Ju Judge yeah. Smales. And then he... I'll have a hot dog, no a hamburger. I'll, you'll get nothing and like it! What's his What's his nephew's name? Um, I, I can't remember. It's Spaulding. Spaulding Gray. So, Jim and I met... Lacey uh, Underall. We, let, we met Lacey Underalls at a... Um, at a, at a nerd convention in in the whale at the whaleback is it the whaleback or the seaport inn in Fairhaven, yeah. and this woman I don't she must have been sleeping in Tupperware she has not aged she just hasn't aged at all sleeping in Tupperware she does she, she's slept in Tupperware but Ted Ted Knight is so good in that movie and so is so is Rodney Dangerfield and, and well we're Rodney. waiting it's great it's like. You know, and no, it's it's not terrible. I don't know. It's just I, I for the reputation it has, I I found that to be a little bit disappointing. It's the... I saw a face like that, it had a hook in it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, that's all he does. He just spouts one-liners the entire movie, and he's great. He's 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 so great. Um, yeah, man. The Green Knight. Green Knight was pretty good. Um, you haven't watched that yet. Yeah, it's it's you worth a watch. You need to watch that. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, sorry, I never asked you, um, since that's, yeah, that's all I've been able to watch these, these past few weeks, but, Jim, uh, do you have anything other than the Adam Project that you were, uh, have to watch? I actually just finished watching, um, uh, Nightmare Alley, and I'm gonna tell you, this is one of the things where trailers don't do a movie, uh, justice, where they kind of take you in a whole different direction than the movie actually goes. I was not expecting two and a half hours for a movie. Uh, it's not that I have a short attention span. It's just that the, for the first hour and a half, I'm like, are they going to do anything with this movie? And with a movie, name like Nightmare Alley, I was, and, and, and you know, being a, um, oh, who's the director? Um, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. I was expecting a, a lot more scary, gory kind of stuff. Uh, and, and it just, you know, the first hour and a half, I'm like, ready to turn it off and in fact i broke it up over a couple of different seatings interesting you know? i and, i really like the opening i like the kind of like dark carnival stuff that they were going for with it oh don't get me wrong the cast is phenomenal the the sets were phenomenal the the pacing of it it just it's so slow if they cut 45 minutes out of it it would probably be a lot better movie and you know finally at the the last couple of seconds you're like oh that's why it's called that you know it it, it you i thought that was a throwaway line about nightmare alley and i'm like well that's kind of a dumb name for a movie if if it's a throwaway line but then it comes around at the very last second of the movie beyond nightmare alley watched uh spider-man again and every time i watch spider-man no way home i i it i seem to see another another layer of the onion you know, stuff that I didn't notice before going on in the movie, uh, which makes it a, an even better movie. Your movie had the onion in it? Had what did onion. I watch? <laughs> Mine had Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. the the other thing that I kind of got stuck watching uh, a lot of daytime television, and, uh, oh, my God, I, I, I am so glad to be going back to streaming and controlling what I'm watching rather than getting subject to you know, tons and tons of ads that are very repetitive for lawyers and um, basically snake oil and stuff like that on, on TV. 
uh, I, I, as somebody who was an early adopter of TiVo, I kind of forgot about all that, all the time wasting that, that ads do. Um, so I'm very glad to be able to control fast forwarding through ads now again. Most kids my age just can't even watch TV anymore just because we just, we can't be subject to those ads. We're just that impatient about it. Right. Right. There is a lot of lawyer ads. I never realized a lot of Morgan and Morgan ads. And I, I don't know if you're slapped with them up there in Massachusetts, but Florida, you just seem to think that it's all one big Morgan and Morgan ad in, in an ad for the <laughs> You were, ad you're the, just living in a Morgan and Morgan ad when you live in Florida. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's that the general in uh, uh what is it Neutrogenics or whatever it is Neutrogenics the one about te- test booster yeah it's Neutrogenics that seems to be the only thing that they car ads car ads as well yeah it's all we seem to get now this this seemed to be ad- a lot about society don't it? drugs <laughs> and then the uh the class action suits against prescription drugs that's all the ads I seem to have seen but uh, it was oh yeah I, I'm very glad to uh be back controlling my own uh, television now. <laughs> Your television's gone out of control. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, very, very good. So we, <laughs> the only thing I have for for kind of news discussion is the fact that Christopher Lloyd is going to be in the Mandalorian. What do you guys think of that? What do you What do you think of Doc Brown being uh, being in this show? I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, I, I I wouldn't expect Doc Brown. I wouldn't expect the guy from uh, uh, what was his character's name in, in Taxi. Um, you know, it, it, he's Jim Brown. Is it Father Jim Brown or Father? It, yeah, Father Jim. Father Jim. Father Jim. I think. I, I don't think it's going to be anything that we expect. Maybe. Yeah, I was expecting Michael Bean to do a lot more when he was in The Mandalorian, but he's killed in one episode. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to be another one of those situations. And that's what I conveniently call being Lucas. Mm. Being a Lucas. <laughs> yeah, being Lucas is when you have a really cool character and he's actually too cool, um, too cool for school. He's too cool and they can't handle his, uh, they just have nothing to back up to him and no substance. So they, they just basically snuff him out in a, some sort. They either get rid of him or they snuff him out in some lame way until they can figure it all out. It's like a, uh, a yard sale of, of characters. You know, Danny, to Darth Maul, Danny Trejo. Uh, they'll probably do it to Christopher Lloyd, Michael Bean. Uh, the list goes on and on and on and on. They just yeah. can't. They can't hang. It's in Boba, Boba Fett until they, you know, reincarnate it in, uh, into that other thing. <laughs> or they All wait right. 30 years and give him his own TV show. Oh, wait. Yeah. In, I would in watch this... a Christopher Lloyd. I'd watch a Christopher Lloyd and, and Danny Trejo movie where they have to fight <laughs> Michael Bean. I I don't care. I'd watch that. Uh, you could probably make that movie very cheap, which sucks to hear. But like, uh, in the, in the same vein uh, as uh, casting news, um, Tim Burton's uh, Wednesday Adams uh, Netflix series cast uh, Christina Ricci, who. Played, who played Wednesday in in the in the older movies? So, I will she play? Uh, you think she's gonna play Morticia? You know, I hope so. back back when she was Wednesday Adams in the in the movie, what twenty five years ago? You know, she was very good, but you know, she obviously can't be the Wednesday Adams that she was twenty five years ago. Um, yeah, well, she's she's not playing Wednesday. I'll yeah they, I mean, yeah. yeah but, so he, here's the problem is. Don't think they'll put her with Morticia because Christina Ricci is very, very, very small. She's tiny, isn't she? She's like three apples high. Um, so she, Morticia is extremely, extremely yeah. tall. She's like almost like yeah. she's yeah, and she's very, very thin. Um, I, I, I hope that they don't. But then again, it's like who is um? Let me ask you a question: Who's Tim Burton in love with these days? Because uh, that's who's going to end up as Morticia Adam. I. I don't know who, who, who is it? Who's who's he in love with? I don't know. I don't know. He snuffed at it. If anything, I wouldn't doubt that he puts. Um, oh man, what is her damn name? Ava, 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 Ava. Oh, Ava Green. Ava Green. She wasn't. Um, she, uh, she's not been in like everything he's done recently, though. Ava Green. Can, Ava Green can be in every damn movie that she wants to be in. I do not care. I don't care at all. 
I think that when they said that they were going to cast a female Doctor Doom, I was like, that is the dumbest thing. They're like, it's going to be Ava Green. I'm like, hell yeah, it's going to be Ava Green. I'm on it. Yeah, before before that other, um, before the the remake, the Miles Teeter and Michael B. Jordan, uh, Fantastic Four movie that everyone. Oh, hates. they were talking about her for that one. Yeah, they were talking about that, and so that they go. Was it Toby Keeble played Doctor Doom? So it's just that was that was a long shot. That was just you know it was a it was something that was thrown around, but Maybe. It, Ava Ava Green is someone I will watch anything that woman does. Um, and honestly, if if they cast her as Morticia, I'm about it. Man. Oh, that yeah, that'd be a good, that'd be a good Morticia. Very tall, very calm voice, um, very sultry. That woman could read the phone book and and I'd be satisfied. <laughs> All right, um, I I would like to uh, move on and and possibly talk about what I've been up to this this past week, which will lead nicely into our topic here. So for um, the past week over my spring break i have been in dubai and um nice doing during during my time <laughs> during my time in dubai i was uh, lucky enough to go to two theme parks both of them were not in dubai um one of them was disneyland paris just because i had a uh, a long layover in paris so it was like 15 hours here <laughs> screw it i'll i'll go to disneyland paris and kill a day um and that was really fun. And the other one was um, Warner Brothers World in Abu Dhabi, which is um, a short ride from Dubai. Um, and yeah, uh, so Disneyland Paris was uh, super cool. I had been there once before. The only kind of major thing that had really changed there was um, Phantom Manor being open, which is their version of Haunted Mansion. Um, it was Armageddon's uh, missing. I I didn't. I'm not even talking about Disney Studios. I I didn't go there just because there's nothing to do there. There's a part of that park where if you stand there, you can see like every like corner of that park. Nick, yeah, is Phantom Manor their uh, Royale with cheese? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Royale with cheese. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, Royale I think with, Royale with cheese. <laughs> Um, I, so I think, um, yeah, it's called a few different things in a few different places, but here it's Phantom Manor, and this one's more, like, Western-inspired, which is interesting. Like, they're, they don't have a graveyard scene at the end with all the ghosts, like, the grim grinning ghost thing. Uh, but they do have, they do have those headstones, and it is sung at some point, but, uh, you go out back of the mansion, and instead of this graveyard, it's, like, this Western rundown town with a bunch of ghosts in it. Which, Is that Terra Mesa or something like that? Thunder Mesa. Thunder Mesa. Okay. Thunder Mesa. Do they use like the so like with pirates and in in um, haunted mansion here? It's a little bit more traditional animatronics, um, and and trickery. Uh, is it is it more towards that or is it more towards? Yeah. No. This is um. Yeah. I mean, this was this was built in. 92 before they really started like adding screens to everything so this is yeah this is mostly um kind of the same stuff it's still the same ride system the omnimover yeah no it's it's really cool the i think the coolest part about it is that the story of frontierland is one big narrative where uh thunder mountain's story connects with the story of phantom manor um to create this like this one narrative about this guy Henry Ravenswood who uh owns uh the Big Thunder Big Thunder Mining Company and um he he also owns the the Phantom Manor so that's it's interesting it's too long of a story to really get into it but um yeah uh the rest of the park the rest of the park is just nice it's it's a very quaint disney park um it's its scale is a little bit smaller, I'd say, than than like Magic Kingdom, but um, it's just. I would say that, that it's bigger than Disneyland. I th- I think so. You say that, but I as when I went back, I I felt like it was kind of smaller than I did remember it. But you may be right that it is maybe about the same size as Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, real, real quick, you guys are you guys are the aficionados. You've been yeah. to. What have you been to? Three? 
Yeah, we've been to three. Both of you have been to three? Um, so I had seen, a friend of mine had shown me video of, I think, I believe it's in Japan. Uh, the It's a new style animatronic uh, item. This is like, this is like four years ago he showed this to me, where it was going to look more like in real life cartoon. Um, just everything about it was very... Um, the flesh on like the uh the skin on the like was on it the... is it the beauty and the beast one it is yeah, yeah. It's exact, that's exactly where i'm going is is that something that they're going to adopt for the rest of i of mean I, the parks? I think it's it was it was really really cool looking it was really pretty awesome i think so it just sort of it depends on the ride you know i mean that was for a beauty and the beast ride so um i mean the the uh the Little Mermaid animatronics kind of look like that too. Yeah. Where it's they they look pretty much like their cartoon counterparts. Yeah. But what is between the two of you? What is your favorite uh, location between California, Orlando, and Paris? Um, uh, and don't don't you know don't I understand if people are like oh I love Disney World because it's my home you know it's what introduced me to it. If you had to pick one out of the three, which one is your absolute favorite? I mean, I I just have to go with Florida just because it's it is the ultimate one. It's you know, it has everything. There's you know, I do know that. Yeah, but um, I I agree with Nick. Um, and I I'd, I'd almost give him the exact same answer, but my I would. I would actually rather have the question of I'd break it down from ride version to ride version. Um, because, for example, I, I would say I like. Um, probably, oh yeah, California uh, has a much better Pirates of the Caribbean than we do. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was Pirates of the Caribbean. What is okay? So why? What makes that one better? Because it's longer. There's okay, um, so... there's more drops. Uh, the oh, really? the section where the there's like the pirate skeletons and the like treasure room is is the part that's longer in ours. So and it's I don't. Yeah, see, I'm not the only time I've been. I've been to Disney World like three times in my life. The last time was with you guys. I'm just not a theme park kind of guy, um, and I know what I know how that sounds. Yeah, but I absolutely, I absolutely love, love, love Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I just like that traditional animatronic. I like it. It's 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 so. It really has a better draw for me. Yeah. Um, it's something about it the same way I love old Christmas decorations and old Christmas, uh, old Halloween decorations, th those items. Um, like when we went to the antique mall, I absolutely loved, I, I, <laughs> Jim, stop. I absolutely loved, uh, seeing all the old, even the scary, like Donald Duckhead that was in the back room of the Lakeland Antiques Mall. Oh, yeah. And even some of the old props. I love that traditional um, style of, of doing things. I think it's it's great. Um, and that's why I love the, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I think it's so if you're telling me that California is pretty, pretty awesome, then I'm going to take your word and I'm going to, you know, live vicariously through you. Well, maybe uh, I think I might be living in California Sooner rather than later, maybe you can come visit and we can go or something. And then we can go get in and out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. In California, you gotta. But yeah, so so Disneyland Paris is cool. They uh, their their Tomorrowland is is definitely really really interesting. They went for more of like a Bronze Age kind of look, and and it was more like Jules Verne inspired, which is. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. Right yeah, there. well, I mean, the idea was to make it, like, timeless. They were trying to do something that wasn't going to age because Tomorrowland's problem is that it always looks outdated once, like, you know, even five years have passed, and they'll they'll be outdated with the concept that they're using. Does it have that, that the Wheel of Tomorrow, Wheel of Progression? Oh, right of <laughs> the Carousel of Progress? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, they do not have Carousel of Progress, but it's weird. They have uh, Star Tours, and Star Tours just feels so plopped in there with everything else. Because yeah, you it, guys turned you turned me on the tour of uh, tour of the Wheel of Progression there. I thought <laughs> Carousel of Progress. I think no, and that's that's pretty cool. Like I I that's I think that's probably my 
third favorite. Just again, back to the animatronics and is it, is it the laughability? But the functionality of it is pretty. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, friend of the show, Tony. Uh, Tony Ferry uh, loves that ride. I don't know if you've you've met him, right? Wheel of Progression. <laughs> yeah, uh, he caught me on the outside of the Wheel of Progression one day, and he had work with me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for <laughs> no. sure, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, Disneyland Paris is a great little park, and. If you ever get the chance, you should absolutely visit it. Um, and they're, they're Big Thunder Mountain. I would say that that's probably even better than the yes. Big Thunder Mountain. Yes, so here. their cool thing about their Big Thunder Mountain is they don't have a Tom Sawyer Island. So instead of Tom Sawyer Island, they have Big Thunder Mountain in the middle of a lake. Mm-hmm. And you the car has to... You get on across the lake, and then the first thing you do is take a little dip and... You dip under the lake and into the mountain, and then, you know, the ride starts that way, which is, it's it's very interesting and cool. Okay, oh. what about, compare Indiana Jones at Disneyland Paris to Indiana Jones in California? Uh, I mean, it's just not the same ride. It's not, I mean, theirs, theirs is a roller coaster, while the other one's a, you know, dark ride. It's um, dinosaur with different animatronics. Yeah, well... I mean, Dinosaur is really Indiana Jones with different animatronics because yeah. it came yeah. first, but... They cut out the dance routine? The dance routine. At Club Obi-Wan? Uh, um... Indiana Jones dance spectacular. Fucking <laughs> uh... for the boulder. Why does it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh my god. Alright, and then I'll... Let me let me move on to to Warner Brothers World for a little bit. So Warner Brothers World was it was interesting. It's the first indoor theme park I'd ever been to, which um, is something you kind of have to do when your uh, location is a uh, you know hundred and forty degree desert in the summertime. But it's it's a very cool park. If if you know Disney and Universal is a plus, I'd probably give this like a B plus. Like it's it's. It's pretty good. It's pretty pretty up there. Um, as for rides, uh, they have four sections. Uh, Metropolis, Gotham City, uh, Looney Tunes World, I can't remember the exact name of it, and Bedrock uh, from the Flintstones. And uh, their Batman ride is, is, is really, really cool. It's, it's a really cool ride. It uses the same system as... Um, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, which is is super. Oh, the Kuka arm. Yeah, the Kuka arm. So it like it swings you all over the place. You're um, you go up against like a bunch of different villains. There's like Joker and Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and Mister Freeze and I don't know if there's anybody else, but there's also like Scarecrow and Penguin just running around the land as well. Um, but yeah, that's it's. It it's really cool and took me by surprise because I had no idea what any of these rides were gonna be, and then the I I'm sorry I actually did not even know it was a thing until you said it. Um, I didn't. I, I was like I thought I, I just didn't know, and I I went and watched a, a walkthrough. I was like, mm-hmm. why don't we why don't we have that in the states yet? Yeah, I mean, well, why I, I think the partner must have been Six Flags because they do kind of reuse some some stuff from Six Flags, like the, the Flash Pass is the, their, their kind of version of Fast Pass, which they use. Um, do they have a, do they have the Gotham City Showdown where it just, it's a little kid ride? Uh, no, no, they do not. <laughs> it's absolutely the worst ride. I have, I, you get so nauseous by the jerk. <laughs> of it. And this is like a, a ride for like seven year olds. And I went on it and I just get, Oh my god, I get so nauseous because it, it jerks around. I was like, this is not a ride for kids. This is how you're gonna get kids to throw up off of like say so give them whiplash. Ride food and and you know, soda. <laughs> so this is you this know, is how kids it's, develop whiplash in, in fifty years. Not joking, like uh I did. It hurt, dude. It hurt after I was like, Oh my god, this is terrible. It's but it it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not sure cool. which one came first, whether it was the WB World, um, the the DC area WB World, or whether the Lego Batman came first, 
but I swear some of the scenes from Lego Batman were real life in the WB uh, walkthrough there. Huh. I, I, I don't know. I don't know which came first. It looks like they were taken directly out of there. Um, yeah. What's all of the banners, Nick? Are they those the character banners? Are they like twenty feet tall? The gym, are they like I think they're Jim Lee banners. They're pretty cool. Uh, uh, on the on the outside of the park. Yeah, like where it shows like the different characters. I think, yeah, I think that was cool. I was I don't know why I was impressed by those. I thought that's really cool. <laughs> um, uh, I, I th- yeah. If I'm if I'm thinking of the right thing, then yeah, they were just like just hanging outside the park. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't awesome. pay much mind to it. I was I was too excited to go inside. It's all little things, Nick. Uh, Metropolis was also cool. They had like a Green Lantern ride, which used uh, Soren's ride system, which was very interesting. They had a Justice League ride, which was kind of like Spider Man. Spider Man ride at a uh, Universal, not uh, Disney's new one. And then they had like a the Flintstones boat ride, and then they had like a kind of shoot 'em up dark ride with uh, Looney Tunes, which was fun. And um, they had they had a Scooby-Doo ride. They had a Scooby-Doo dark ride, which is like, it was oh. the best. It was the best thing ever. I was... Dark ride? Yeah, they had a Sco- like... Scooby-Doo dark ride. Is that the one where they, they, so all the characters are from the apocalypse? Is that the one? It's, is that what Scooby-Doo, makes it dark? Did you think I said Scooby-Doo dark side? Like dark ride, like like this is gonna be our more adult Scooby Doo ride. Oh my god! <laughs> like we, the movie or the to- cartoons? We're going totally dark on this one. There was a there was a comic where I don't know if someone did it, like if it was a DC licensed thing, but where they they adopted it into like an apocalyptic thing where they they were in the apocalypse and uh oh yeah I think yeah that, I think that was a that was a comic that they made at some point. To answer your question, Jimmy, it was um, it was it was based on the I think the '60s series because all the it was like all the classic villains, minor, minor Forty Nine er, and the like, all those guys. But yeah, it's it's just no a, Daniel Lillard. A, who? No Daniel Lillard. Oh no, Matthew. Matthew Lillard. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, he may have oh, been Melvin the voice do? of Shaggy though. Melvin do. <laughs> I'm overdue. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, that's uh but to to wrap that thought up, um yeah, Warner Brothers World is just a, another cool park. I mean, Dubai's so like high tech with everything. Um and it's, you know, like everything was trackless, which was very interesting. But the the whole indoor feel was was very unique for a theme park. It almost reminded me of um there's this like one section of Disneyland Paris Studios, which which is like indoors and it's just it's it feels weird because there's like painted on sky, which is is present throughout the park, but anyway it's it's weird it's, and, and interesting. But I, I heard that the the sky at um, Warner Brother World, the the sky actually does go through a progression of the day within twenty minutes. I yeah I think it does because I did cool. feel like it was changing. Yeah. So I was when I was watching the walkthrough, I was like, "This is insane! Like, why would they? You know what I mean? Like, I was I felt it was so limiting because of looking at the warehouse aspect of it. When I, you know, at first first impression, and and then by the end of you know what I saw, I actually was pretty sold on that. I was like, you know what? That is slick. That's so slick that they could be open any day of the year. Any, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rains whatever dude like you don't have to worry about you you don't have to worry about a flash rainstorm at disney or like god forbid any of the people that come in from spring break and they show up you know or holiday they show up and they ended up in typhoon season in orlando and it's (laughs) you know because that's a thing typhoon season (laughs) but you know that's i was like wow that is so slick but the only thing that i was like they probably caught it at the right angle i guess above wayne corp the the Wayne Industries building, the 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 sky wasn't finished, and you could see the girders of the of the warehouse up top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I need to check my photos again. I don't think I I don't think I realized that, or maybe but, they maybe they finished them once I was there. Yeah. I don't know. So I was like I was like I was like GD man, that's this place is pretty rad, and I was like please bring us that. 
that would, that would be for a person that's not really, you know, a theme park guy per se. You know, I just I think that that would be pretty. You know, yeah. give us something new. Give us, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I do want to mention though. I was like the only person in that park. I never had to wait in a single line for any of wow. those rides. Holy I, hell! I walked on to every single one of those rides. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. That's how the video was too. Dude, that is okay. So that I just is the, I came on a good day or something, and literally nothing. I was I waited for the next ride vehicle maybe, but that was the only waiting I did. So, okay. So this is this is my my biggest issue with you know, and I got spoiled, dude. I got spoiled on this one. Is that we two times we happened into passes, uh, universal passes, but we had red like the red velvet corporate uh, pass where they they uh they valet your card your car wow. you you walk up you show them a pass you're not waiting you're not waiting they they escort you straight through and you are not waiting we blew through two parks in less than five hours and we rode everything we wanted and i'll tell you that when you want to get into voodoo donuts and you've got the flash that pass they're like they hit the brakes and they bring you right to the front of the line and you get what you want. And I'll tell you what, how do you come back from that? Because you, you do not. And I, like, not, I didn't experience it once. I experienced it twice. No one man my, should have all this power. Like I was like, this just ruined everything. You know, it's like, it was literally like being handed a Ferrari. For your oh first yeah. Car. I'm, I'm never going to have an experience that good at a theme park, like ever again, dude. It's I'm, I'm never going to be able to just walk onto things like that. It was, it was nice. That's <laughs> uh, called a nice flex. But, um, what I was surprised, I was, I was surprised at something they didn't have. And perhaps this will act as our gateway into, uh, or the next subject, but I was surprised that they didn't have any kind of flash roller coaster. I feel like that would be such an obvious thing to have a roller coaster for the flash. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with roller coasters is roller coasters are the biggest real estate eater. I mean, if you look at any theme park, the first thing you're going to see from outside the theme park is the roller coaster. Yeah. You know, and the and park, the park did have like, uh, I think two roller coasters. One of them was Tom and Jerry. One of them was Wile E. Coyote. And both yeah, of them are pretty small. But Yeah, they're probably like, you know, the, the one from um, uh, Dino Land. You know, the, the, what do they call them? Mouse something the or other. The Wild Mouse Coaster. Wild Mouse Coasters. Um, you know, even if, I know you didn't get to go to Ferrari World and you went to WB instead. But, um, you know, the you probably could see the roller coaster at Ferrari World. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there. What the hell is Ferrari World? Because they mentioned that in the video. So please tell so me what Fer Ferrari World, <laughs> is. World is. Is a park that's like right next to Warner Brothers World, which is closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. As I bitterly found out, um, I was gonna go there. They have the world's fastest roller coaster there. It goes 150 miles per hour. <laughs> is it powered by a Ferrari? Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, there's one in the back that just pushes you. Um, no, it's um, but it's it's very cool. It's kind of the reason to go is to ride uh, Formula Rosa, which is the name of that roller coaster. Now the rest of it's cool if you if you like cars. <laughs> um, but, That's cool. Yeah. What are, is that the only two theme parks in Abu Dhabi? Dhabi? Uh, I don't think they're the only two theme parks, but they're definitely the two major ones. There's there are some in Dubai. Uh, one of them is like a Lionsgate theme park. The other is um, kind of a mishmash of properties. It has like a Cartoon Network and like DreamWorks stuff. So yeah, is there a DreamWorks World? Because I, I, I think heard so. There was. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's in Dubai. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Who's got? Who has? Well, there was a plan for like sixty-three billion dollars to oh, be yeah. spent in Dubai on Dubai Land. And to be the ultimate theme park and recreational area in the world, and bring over tons and tons and tons of people for tourism. There was going to be a Universal Dubai a part of that whole thing. There may have been a Disney, but they never officially announced that. But there is kind of leaked concept art out there in the world. So um, who's who has who still has a wooden roller coaster? Does anyone still have a wooden roller coaster? Um, yeah, mostly going to be Six Flags parks. Uh, Bush Gardens just opened a hybrid 
which it's like a wooden roller coaster structure, but is the, that Guazi? Yeah, Iron Guazi. It has yeah. um, it has like steel. The tracks are like steel, so it 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 just allows for more um more movements that I think wooden roller coasters don't, which is what's the, it's interesting. What's the one at SeaWorld? Which one? Kraken? Uh, Mako. Kraken the newest. Is Kraken the newest one? Mako would be the newest one. That's the one, plumber's I think. Uh, roller coaster. Or no, ice icebreaker. <laughs> icebreaker. That's what it is. I was gonna say typhoon. That, that didn't yeah. sound right. So you know what's really funny is that you know plans for the world's biggest theme park and everything back in the day there was there was a pretty strong rumor that in born mm-hmm. right right over the cape cod canal what is it dream world like no actually it was supposed to be um on route three in plymouth somewhere yeah so there was that was they, they this was a hyped up thing when i was like 11 what was going to be in it or was it going to be like all original stuff it was going to be all original stuff but there was plan- there was two rumors floating around that Dreamworld um, was going to be a, a Disney-backed thing, I believe, and that Disney World, that Disney was also looking at uh, Edaville at one point uh, in in Carver, Edaville Railroad, hmm. um, which you know that part of Carver, I don't know what it is about Carver, especially in King Richard's Fair, the world could be on fire at any point <laughs> and have the world's greatest cell phone reception finally. And in Hellfire and Brimstone are coming down, and and you know, you go into King Richard's Fair would be the only damp area with no cell phone reception, and you're just absolute, <laughs> absolutely wet and muddy all day long. They must yeah. they must pump yeah. that stuff in like all day long. They must soak the place down before everyone shows up. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. Facts. Um, um yeah um that it's it sounds interesting i i had never really heard of this dream world so um can i tell you can i tell you another king richard's bear story because i'm gonna anyway (laughs) sure (laughs) sure because i can't stop you (laughs) you're not gonna stop that's how i roll (laughs) um so in the same way now this happens this is two different conversations in the same <laughs> 24 hour period yeah so i have a friend and we'll call him tony <laughs> <laughs> okay so he's like he's like man i said what'd you do he's like we he's like we went with friend number two and i'll call him aaron so <laughs> names have been changed to uh, protect the innocent maybe um He's like Aaron got Aaron got all ripped, and, and he we went to King Richard's Fair. Aaron got all drunk and tore tore up, and he started throwing axes at the guy that works at the axe axe throwing area. Uh-oh. And we got, you know, we almost got kicked out, or they got kicked out, and they were the guy was pissed and everything. And it's just the story. So I hear that story. I'm like, yeah, figures. So then I'm I'm with another group of friends, and I'll call them Bob, and uh, I'll call the other friend Bill. He says, <laughs> he says, Bill, Bill, Bill had a guy chucking axes at him at work <laughs> this weekend. And I go, that was Aaron. <laughs> it was just like, oh man, like talk oh. about the universe aligning things. It was the funniest thing in the world. Oh my like, god! Ah. He's like, this drunk guy started throwing axes at Bill. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious, dude. Oh I was god. like, yeah, I know who it is. <laughs> uh so 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 anyway speaking of speaking of unbuilt stuff um what uh what what movies do you think kind of uh maybe deserve a ride but but surprisingly haven't gotten one yet we'll sit and i will wait on this one i will wait and i cannot wait to tell you this all right i'll I'll start with jimmy then jimmy what is uh do you have an answer come on where's a star trek theme park that is true. That we had we had the Hilton yeah. in uh, in Las Vegas, and you know for that was like that's the closest yeah. we'll ever get, I guess. Yeah, you know, I I, I did that years ago, and hold on, it let's was... let's explain a little bit about what this is because maybe not everybody knows about it. So Star Trek Experience was the, basically was... Star Tours for for Star Trek. Um, there was a part where you walked into like um like a 
Uh, oh, this is this is the part. Kind of... Yeah, this is the part you always talk about the uh, the the transporter. No, 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 no. This is before that. You walk oh. in, and there's this timeline of of space travel, and there's all sorts of props and stuff like that. Um, but mainly, you're seeing the timeline and things along the way, and then you eventually you're walking up. It's essentially a queuing system that goes through yeah. the timeline, yeah. and then you end up in this hallway, and you are brought into a what you what you think is just a, a room, and then you're transported onto the bridge, which you know it's an extremely cool effect, but nobody ever got transported onto the bridge of the Enterprise. So why did why did they transport you on the bridge? I have no idea. But it was very, very cool, and to this day, I still can't figure out how they did it. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen a few explanation videos, but if you want to preserve the magic... Uh... No, it, it was extremely cool. Um, you know, they had other parts to it, like Quark's Bar. They, they definitely didn't throw money, like Disney money, uh, as far as the... Um, the merchandising and things like that uh you know you could get a couple of things you could buy a katana well I, I think it did expand later because i've seen pictures of um yeah they did go back and they made a whole different version about the borg which i would have loved to have seen yeah it, um, it changed to deep space nine i think yeah there was some kind of borg invasion i i, I don't know that it went deep space nine but there was some, some kind of borg invasion part um and I think the problem was that I, I, I don't know. It just kind of went belly up at, at a certain point. Um, yeah. Well, I think Star Trek was just on the decline. I think by when they, when it closed, this was like 2004. I think it was. It was before the the movies had really kicked up again. I think, I think there would was, be. There's definitely interest in. Era. Yeah, I think it definitely would have. Uh, we could definitely use a new Star Trek attraction of some kind. I know that there's some some park in maybe Germany has a roller coaster based on Star Trek, but like, uh, it it's not themed to anything really. Like it's just sort of the queue is Star Trek, and then you get on it, and it's just outside, so it's not really anything. And it's it's hard to say. I mean, initially the concept for a Star Trek park is they were going to make a full blown Enterprise uh, yeah. class of Enterprise, but you know that just turned into part of a hotel. Um, but you know, Paramount Plus is 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 leaning leaning really hard on on Star Trek. You know why they can't take that IP and and create a Star Trek park or create a Star Trek land? I have no idea. Just sell it to someone, sell the theme park rights, and just let them handle it if they don't want to deal with it. You know, and you know they're probably going to have the problem that Disney had in that. What era do you place it in? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, that is. That's a very. Uh, I think Star Trek's more fractured that way than even Star Wars is, you know, because yeah. you've got so many different series and multiple takes on the same timeline. I do think maybe Next Generation is probably the easiest thing to do, though. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like original trilogy. It's kind of, it's kind of dated at this point. It's yeah, but I mean, you can't really do the original series either for the same reason. I can do it in the middle. So why don't they just have a have a. Um have a ride where you have to go save two whales and bring them back to the future. <laughs> okay. Oh okay. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me just say, if you've seen Star Trek, uh, um, what was it? Star Trek four. There's a scene in Star Trek four. This is extremely cool where they're on the bus and this punk rock guy is got his boom box playing and Spock goes and gives him the Vulcan nerve pinch to get him to, to, you know, collapse, and he turns off the radio. The same actor came back in the latest Picard doing the same thing in the latest episode. Okay. It was awesome. It's, it's, uh, the, the new season is time travel, right? There's yeah time travel involved. That's how Deadpool is the Hulk's kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> time travel. I'm you, Bruce Campbell should be uh, uh, Deadpool's uncle. He's, again, he can no. I, I'll, I'll travel. I'll figure I'll figure something out. He'll he can definitely be in there, but I don't think he's um. He's not Deadpool's uncle. He's he's someone else. He can be the new weasel because they had to kill T.J. Miller or whatever. 
Um, I'm surprised that no one has ever done anything for Lord of the Rings. That seems like such a no-brainer, and no one, we still don't have a Lord of the Rings anything. Talk about a massive world to build, too. Yeah. Don't worry, they would just have to walk. <laughs> you're just walking that's the you're whole thing you're walking, walking from orlando to tampa and you just throw you throw a ring in that on a you know, it's like a it's like a walking ring toss you just walk <laughs> to the ring toss chuck it and you go oh, i didn't get it because they wax the friggin rings and then you have to walk back it's there you go <laughs> no, no. Then, then you have an eagle just fly you home listen yeah but it... there's only one trilogy and it ain't long <laughs> Randall <laughs> but yeah I Lord of the Rings it's just like you could do an eagle ride you could do like a, a roller coaster through the mines or uh, you know you could be on like the back of smog or something just like I don't know it just it, there's a lot of potential there to do something and it's just such a surprise that they haven't really done anything and, and talk about the opportunity for cosplay, the opportunity for merchandising. Yeah, it could be, like, on the same level as, like, Harry Potter or Galaxy's Edge, where it's, like, you know, people are, like, in character. They're, like, doing and stuff. You could put it someplace where there's crappy weather because, it you know, that kind of goes with it, too. <laughs> oh, Harvard, Massachusetts, because there's no cell phones in Lord of the Rings, and it's cold and wet there. <laughs> it's hard. It, the, the groundwork's already been laid, Okay. And I'll I'll do you one better with your Lord of the Rings theme park, okay? They could have a dance routine where they have <laughs> where they, the orcs, and it's just a complete homage to to the the Ralph Bashke movie. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Google it. <laughs> no, I I know I know about the Bashke movie. There's a way. I'm talking about kid. Massachusetts. That's what I'm talking about, kid. Oh my god. Um, Fast and the Furious is... They've made a ride, but it's, like, terrible. I'm surprised that they don't have, like, a roller coaster for it at this point. No, no, um, no. They need to put Men in Black at the end of the Fast and Furious with that little flashy thing to make you forget that you actually rode Fast and Furious. <laughs> there is a dance routine in that one. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's got ludicrous. James Bond. James yes. Bond, where's where's the stunt show or 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 car chase ride or something? Where where is it? That seems oh, like a no brainer. The they haven't. You could have the ski chase, the submarine. The ski chase. chase. You could have the submarine chase. You could have you know it, it leads you all the way to to uh, Moonraker. No, pretty awesome. God. And then you could have uh, the you rocket. Visit, you visit every single location from every James oh, yeah, Bond dude. movie. Hell yeah. It'd be so long. And it could have a casino. Talk about your ultimate money grab. Oh my goodness. There you go. So you could put in Vegas! The park would be, yeah, it'd need to be in Nevada. As for, for more recent stuff, uh, you know, it was planned to happen, but I guess, you know, the Avengers ride isn't happening right now. A lot of these, a lot of these I pulled from the top grossing movies of all time, just because... Those are the franchises that usually translate best to being a theme park ride of some kind, but... I got uh, you on this one. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> you let me know when you're ready, and the nerds can keep their... Go, you know what, go, go off, blow you go off then. No, hold on a second. Nick, did you hear oh. about... <laughs> okay. There's something called Avengers Station in Las Vegas now? Oh, yeah, but that's just, that's just like props and stuff. That's not like, that's not really anything. Yeah, it's probably like that. Hopefully, it's better than that CSI thing that we did in Vegas, which yeah. was horrible. Yeah. All right. All right. Alex, let's let's hear this. Uh... All right. Let's, let's gonna... you let Alex talk. Yeah, this is this is a good one. I actually have a couple here. So, I'm piggybacking off of something you said the other day, and you said it as a quip, and I as like in our text. Uh oh. Uh oh. What did I say? Bill and Ted. One hundred percent, a Bill and Ted ride would be the best. I would, I would, I would be down with a Bill and Ted ride. Oh my god, a Bill and Ted ride, and you could have a, you could have a Waterloo water park there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, a Bill and Ted ride. You know, I, mean? I would, I'd ride Bill and Ted. You go to the loading station. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! And then at the end, you know. 
they just yeah they just station you know, <laughs> dude. think about it you could go oh my god you could go to hell you could go to <laughs> you could go to the future bill and ted oh my god dude just to be in so that, much potential there is tons of potential with this one. Oh, you know what would be fun? You you start the uh, you start it like that that little academy where George Carlin teaches at or whatever. That's the cue, and then from there you get in you get in the the phone booth. Yeah, you go right into the phone booth. Would the would the phone um, booth be be on its side, and there are just chairs yes, in would. the phone booth? <laughs> it totally would. It it would, and that that be that be that be the ride. Like that would be the car the the carriage that, that you would, have to ride. This, that would be pretty thing. good. That that'd be pretty good. And think about it. You could have the time streams, like in between, and then you keep kind of like kind of like the Harry. You would have the time streams, and then you would you could do like you could piggyback on the whole um, the train from Hogwarts. The train oh yeah. From Hogwarts. Yeah. So dude, that'd be that'd be pretty badass. So I I'd be about that. That's the one I thought of. I actually thought of, and I've been kicking this one around for a long, long time. Um, the first question is, why has Disney not made a Studio Ghibli world? Because uh, Studio Ghibli's making its own park in Japan right now. Okay, great. Well, so why, on that, on top of that, why is there no, you know, why is there no like uh, Funimation world or something like that, or is there? I think maybe. That, dude, I mean, I, that's that. It just it'd be better in Japan, just because uh, you know, as as much as anime is popular now in america it's just it's not as big as in japan where it would make more sense to put all this stuff and universal does do like anime overlays for some of their rides sometimes like they and did I'm, an evangelion ride at, at one point i am glad you bring up universal because i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna give you the ultimate 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 park right now and it's gonna blow your mind i've thought about this and i'm gonna tell you right now <laughs> And I know exactly what people are going to say. They're going to be like, but licensing. Let's just throw that out because this is just some idiot rambling real fast. So licensing is not even. I, I mean, it, it does help that this, this, this idea don't... is. I'm not going to say what it is, but it does help that this idea is one kind of one brand, more or less. Give us a Hasbro Kenner Mattel world. Give us that where you could put it. Off Universal, and the reason why I say Universal because Universal has the rights to Transformers. Well, Great. yeah, they have a deal with Hasbro, I think. So okay, so this is how you could actually turn old things new, and bring in a lot more adult, uh, especially this. This will really appeal towards adults on a major level. Give us you have you have a whole theme park where you have, um, you have My Little Pony, Rainbow Bright, you have Cabbage Patch Kids. Um, you have those franchises in there, which then would cross over to She-Ra, which then would cross over to Masters of the Universe, which then you could have G.I. Joe, the Transformers, Generation 1, Generation 1 Park, and a couple other uh, parks around those theme lines. So big, the big three, Masters of the Universe, Transformers, G.I. Joe. You could have the world's biggest coin-operated arcade, um, you could have a you could have a Hot Wheels thing, um, incorporate. You could have a Hot Wheels museum, world's biggest toy museum, world's biggest coin operated arcade. You then could bring back you know, you could bring back Nickelodeon Studios. Play on that retro right there. Look at look at um, Islands of Adventure. Look at the so like yeah. look at they've the, been the, 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 Universal's the, been like trying to kind of bring that back. They all of their like 30th anniversary merchandise was like original park stuff so they're they're definitely so you, on the nostalgia train right now so if you look at that so like look at the x-men in particular in in spider-man that is so fox uh fox kids afternoon okay yeah. that's okay another thing is you could keep your simpsons in there um you could then go on to a couple different movies and from what i i asked somebody they said i guess there was there a back to the future ride at one point yeah yeah that's what turned into simpsons correct right uh, okay yeah. From yes. what I heard, from what I heard, two things I heard about Simpsons. A, uh, the reason why people get nauseous on the Simpsons is because it's off by two seconds. Uh, the audio and everything is off by about two seconds, so that throws everything off um, in your body. It's a, it's a, it's a time delay, so it, it kind of makes you a little bit, you yeah. know, nauseous. That's for me. I, you could have a Back to the Future um, world. You could bring back Nickelodeon Studios. Put that together. You could have the Alf Talk Show. Bring back the Alf Talk Show. You could have a gigantic 
uh, walk-through Saturday morning cartoons uh, museum. A gigantic walk-through all these... Like, eight, I, I assume 80s cartoons, you mean? Not 80s, like... 80s, no, even even from the start. Like, make it a retrospect. Because um, they, they had, like, well, Flintstones and Jetsons, they're all covered at uh, Warner Brothers World, so... Yeah, well, you get what you get, okay? Obviously, we, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, you could then have a lot of um, restaurants from different shows. You could have the Say by the Bell restaurant, even though there's already one in Tampa, I believe. You could bring in the pitch, Peach Pit from 90210. You could bring in old actors. You're telling me that, like, some guy wouldn't be psyched to go see, finally see what happened to Vicky the Robot from Small Wonder? I would. Because <laughs> I love what Small the, what Wonder. What the hell is Small Wonder? Oh, oh Small Wonder is great, dude. Small, Small Wonder is about, a, is about a robot that was built by, you know, you got it's a family where the, the father built a, a, a robot daughter. And it's it's very it's very cheesy. And there's Harriet, the next door nosy neighbor. You could, I think that this would be a really really cool a really cool thing and a way to cross over a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. come on, dude. How, but, how cool, it has how, it has potential. I like the cool the kind of to, central theme around around yeah, the idea. Look at the outfits on like the the X Men characters when you're in Universal. They're very you know puffy and, and cartoon esque. Come on, dude. I'd be psyched to see Storm Shadow. I'd be psyched to see Cobra Commander walking around, you know? I'd be psyched to see all these. Talk about you could bring in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's so much stuff that you could you could just jam in there. Yeah. Um, have, like, the world's biggest crossover. That's that's what I'd, I'd love yeah. to see that. I really would. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Another one that I just kind of want to mention um, very quickly, The Matrix. Where's The Matrix ride? Where's a, you know, a, a stunt show, something? The problem is it would go really, really slow. Bullet time spectacular. There's there's a lot of... I'd be psyched to see Bill and Ted ride more than yeah. anything, though. Yeah. Um, Bill, Bill really and Ted's a good one. So. Um, very, uh, very quickly, also, uh, It. I, I'd love to see, like, an It haunted house. I'd, I'd, I I want to see more haunted houses in amusement parks. I want more, like, horror-themed attractions. Kind of like a year-long, year-round Halloween Horror Nights house, which they kind of have at... Universal Hollywood, but not really anymore. They have like a permanent Walking Dead house, but uh, it's 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 not the best. But yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, there's there's I don't know. There's a lot I could say. There's definitely a lot of like things that I'd I'd love to see as a ride that that aren't rides yet. I I'm very surprised Alien doesn't have some kind of uh, permanent ride yet. Mm. They That'd they be had. They had they had like some kind of motion simulator in like some place at some point, but nothing nothing permanent. No more great movie ride. Nope. So sad. Too bad. So sad. Is but Mr. Anyway. Toad is Mr. Toad's still a thing at Disney? It's it's at Disneyland, not not in Universe, uh, Orlando. To be fair, everyone wants Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Everybody who yeah, I mean it's Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Who doesn't love sitting in that driver's seat and pretending like you're actually turning the vehicle? That's what I always do. Go to Helen. <laughs> well, you you die in the old version of Snow White. <laughs> you get crushed by a boulder, and then the ride ends. There you go. Segway to Indiana Jones: The Dance Spectacular. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, all right. I yeah. Uh, there's there's definitely more of this that we could we could keep talking about this forever. But in the in the effort to to keep this all concise and um, not two hours long, um, we'll uh, we'll end it there. All right. Thank you guys for uh, for joining me again. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll be doing this again next week. It's uh, good to have you guys. As always, I am Nick. I was joined by Alex and Jimmy. Uh, Alex, if you would like to plug your Instagram once more for uh, the kids at home. So we're mostly going, I've been posting more on uh, Facebook. So that's, you can find me on Facebook under They Got Grape. And uh, check it out. Random wackiness. All right. Jimmy, do you, uh, would you like to plug anything? Um, I would say, yeah, go check out uh, bluesontheriver.com for some videos that I've done over the years of, uh, the blues concert that we put uh, uh, on over at my parents' house every year. Uh, there should be more videos coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, um, yeah, no, uh, hopefully people will um, 
enjoy this uh, the podcast and tell other people so we can get uh, more listeners. Absolutely. Other than your mother. <laughs> I t- I, hey, I have the some mother. friends who watch this, but uh, yeah, I'm and I'm Nick as always. Uh, you can find me on uh, nick.nimkoff.com where I'll be be talking a little bit more about uh, that Dubai trip. I also went to uh, the World Expo while I was there, which is very cool. And then also file uh, follow uh, Cinephile New Wave on Instagram, and you can find me on Instagram as well, just Nick Nimkoff. Um, but yeah, uh, all right. See you guys later. Uh, thank you for uh, joining me again. Have a good week. Thanos was right. See y'all. Bye.